beers in sight. No just beers, water and no coffee. Beers. Right. So, um, welcome, guys. Welcome to uh, episode 32 of The Away End. Wholesome week this week. Sun's shining outside. And we've just got the, the OG3 in me, AB and Jimbo. AB, give us a shout. Hey, Daniel. How you doing? Oh, not too bad, pal. Not too bad. Even that we've worked over the weekend, over the bank holiday. Who gives a fuck, right, mate? Jimbo, you're laughing at us. You've been off. Give us a shout, mate. Chilling and maxing and relaxing, boys. Oh, mate. (laughs) Wicked. Now them little chinks of light for the the roadmap are coming through, mate. uh, It is a little bit nicer, isn't it? (laughs) I was saying to Baker, it's nice to do a podcast in the sunlight, mate. Oh, mate. On a a dark, rainy evening. (laughs) (laughs) Just have to add Stoke onto the end of that mate and that's a that's a perfect premier league away day isn't it yeah exactly um we've got a couple of matches which we want to mention on uh saturday bit of a shocker and then but most of the action i thought was on sunday to be honest sunday of comebacks i'm calling it i mean i know your lads baker didn't do the full comeback but everyone else on sunday did the full comeback didn't they from at least one goal well yeah at least one goal down so I'm gonna do. I'm gonna attempt my uh, BBC newscast uh, rundown oh, for two seconds. On and off every other week, mate. You know, I'm, I like to change it up. The peeps might want a a week where I don't do bullshit like that, right? <laughs> so, Saturday's game: Chelsea West Brom. Ooh, five two to West Brom. Uh, Leeds Sheffield United two one. The Yorkshire Derby. Uh, Manchester City are romping this against Leicester two 0 It's all over, isn't it, boys? Uh, bit of a I thought Liverpool were back to it with a with a three 0 win against Arsenal, but uh, we'll we'll have a, a little brief talk about that. Uh, I thought probably the game of the weekend: uh, Southampton versus Burnley three uh, two. Another contender for game of the weekend: Newcastle versus Spurs two two. And you boys are going to be dour about that. I can tell. Villa versus Fulham three one. The comeback. I think probably. One of the nicest goals of the weekend. And then another comeback on, on our hands, which I'm going to be very dour about that, though, because it was Man United versus Brighton, 2-1. And most of the game I spent shouting at speed, well, shouting to speed, saying how awful this game was. So anyway, I thought I'd put a little bit of personality in that and rather than just boring BBC News presenter. But we'll start from the top. Chelsea versus West Brom, 5-2 to West Brom. Shock of the weekend, really, boys. What do you think? Game of the weekend as well, no? Yeah. Yeah, I loved yeah, it. Yeah. Loved it. Absolutely. Loved every second of it. Yeah. I like hats off to West Brom, mate. They played so well. They pressed the fuck out of Chelsea. And some of the some of the interplay between some of the players was it was like peak Barcelona, mate. Little back heels and volleys and it was unbelievable. They just they just got in Chelsea's heads, didn't they? And just kept hey, going we, at them. Can we bring this back as well? This is Big Sam's West Brom. Big I Sam's think- West Brom are doing that. I mean, fair play to that. I know, mate. <laughs> He must have intended to break out the Aladici, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe you thought they would have that West Brom could beat Chelsea, but I don't think anyone thought they'd score five and all the goals to be really like really good. Yeah. Yeah. Really good goals. And like, did you see did you see him afterwards how happy he was with himself? He looked so (laughs) Yeah. I mean I suppose you do have to put a little bit of perspective in. They were down to 10 men from 30 minutes in, but lack of pot in the notes. Like, oh, yeah, technically, they, still still unbeaten with 11 men. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> I don't know if we can go with that, really. That's still a defeat for me. I saw, one, not... I saw one Chelsea fan saying that on Twitter. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> I mean... They were still 1-0 up when they lose Thiago Silva. At the end of the day, to collapse as badly as you have there is a 
maybe, you know, it's one of them, I think, for Tuchel. And he'll be back on the horse next week. And he'll I didn't see what know. happened to Thiago Silva, though. Like, I switched it on after that. Uh, I didn't see the first one, but I saw the, the second, the yellow. And it was... It was late, but it was slightly harsh. He was just kind of trying to block. Go on. I read that Jorginho like screwed him over a couple of times, basically. Put him yeah, in did he, yeah. Positions. yeah. Jorginho screwed him over for this second one. He just played. He played square across his own goal to, I think it was Pereira, and just put um, put Thiago Silva on the back foot. But I think they were, yeah. neither of them were neither of them were like terrible fouls, but they both they were both yellow. Yeah, they probably were both yellows. To be fair, mate, I must admit. And I think all this about international breaks and players coming back. He'd be he's been injured for months. He's been recuperating. True. Yeah. Um, one question, one word answer. I think can Big Sam do it? No, no. This game was nearly as good as them staying up. I think for true, him. <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, I I can't see it myself. I must they're run, they're running out of road, aren't they? Yeah, they are. What is it still? Is it still? I put here it's seven points, but. No, it'd be eight points now, wouldn't it? Because you lot, what you lot got a draw, so yeah, eight points, eight games left. It's um, yeah, I think it's a tall order, isn't it? It is. I think you gotta love the stat that I think that Callum Robinson scored four goals in the Premier League, and every single one of them's been against Chelsea. Yeah, really? that's funny. I, saw, I saw another stat that specialised. Um, West Brom have scored something like over thirty percent of their goals in the Premier League this season against Chelsea. That's mad. Fucking hell. <laughs> it shows how few they're actually putting away then, doesn't it? It shows how yeah. mad this fucking season is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Very, very true, mate. Um very quickly on to the Yorkshire Derby, Leeds versus Sheffield United. Kind of a bit of a dead game, really. I don't really think we need to cover it that much, but anyone who is a Leeds fan, they're safe. Sheffield United are fucked. And that's the end of it, really, isn't it? That's a good summary. Next. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, on to the next one, which was, again, not a game which I really want to go into too much depth on. Leicester versus Man City. And I mean, I, mean, honest, I, think, you, yeah. I think you summed up pretty well, but it's, it's just another step step closer, considering that you thought as well that this, this, this has been the hardest test for a long time. Yeah. And it never really felt from the highlights that they were in any danger of losing it. No, exactly. I watched the highlights and thought exactly the same. There was no chance that... Leicester we're going to pull anything off one more question for you boys and it's not as easy as the other one can Manchester City win the quad yes or no 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 I don't see it they'll beat us in the cup final they'll probably they'll win the league I don't think that they don't I don't know I don't think they'll win the Champions League are we still saying they're going to bottle it in the Champions League is that where they're down for his, history's against history's against yeah. them isn't it I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, getting, think... I'm getting the shits up me a little bit, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the shits up me a little bit, boys. Tottenham need to pull something out in that League Cup, I think, man. <laughs> I wouldn't put your money on it, mate. <laughs> it would be... It's a great... The stage is set for, like, a, a classic Mourinho, though, I feel. Spoil the whole thing. <laughs> I, do, I do think the same, you know, man. I really do. That Mourinho comes in, they have about 29% possession, they win with, with like two goals. I reckon it's going to be like nil, 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 an extra time, five, four penalties to Spurs. <laughs> It'd be like when we had them in the Champions League and we get through on like a technicality in the last few seconds. Of oh, gonna, yeah. That's you know, oh mate. That game was fucking nuts. I love that, that game. game was yeah. crazy, wasn't it? That game, that game was personally personified by Pep's reaction to that last goal 
And then just how you saw the life drain out of him as his VAR thing came up. And he, how he clasped his bald head. <laughs> Mate, honestly, I don't think I've actually shouted that much. Not at a United game, but at a game in like so, so long. When that got ruled out, the Sterling one, it was just... I just couldn't believe that that was because <laughs> that was again that was on for the quad wasn't it when if they if it had beaten you that would have been the semi-finals in, into the uh, potential quad again so mate you've got to do it Tottenham have done it last time so I think they've got to do it this time in the League Cup pal bring it home for United so we don't have to suffer them fucking going on about it but I mean, you know, I mean not, Dan, not a chance Dan being honest if, if City lose to Spurs in the Carabao Cup or, but then win the FA Cup Champions League Premier League would that not still really annoy you because I mean it would it would annoy me but they wouldn't have bettered us so they so that it would still be like yeah you guys are on a level come back to us when you've actually won more than a handful of Premier League you know like that would be my that would be my rebuttal to any City fan but you know like hey this this is their fifth it's going to be their fifth Premier League that's mad all I'm saying is, if you're going to put your eggs in a basket, don't put them in the Mourinho basket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Keep your powder dry on that, mate. We'll need it later. Yeah, yeah. Um, we will move on to the next one. Uh, I've put here maybe two minutes, but let's talk about Ellen maybe a little bit more. But, I mean, from the highlights, Arsenal looked abysmal. In the first half, it looked like they could have been down three or four, and they didn't lose the three goals until the second half. Um I put here Trent Alexander-Arnold, beautiful cross for, for Jota's first goal. And considering how much shit he's been getting last week for not being in the England squad and his performance and all that, I do think he was a little bit like, fuck off, Southgate. Yeah, I've, oh, go I've, on, mate, go on. I've got to stick up me about this because <laughs> like, the amount of like, like, like pearl clutching being done about him being left out of the England squad by like Gary Lineker and people like, oh, I just don't understand how he can be left out. You know, he hasn't been playing well this year. You're he right. He hasn't been playing well. And if it's going to be, international squads are about merit, you know, if you play well, you get picked. And when he plays, when he's at his best, yes, he should be in the squad, but he's not in it because he hasn't been playing well. And so nah, I, for, you, me, for people to start fucking fainting with outrage at the <laughs> not being in there it, it's just how it works are you going to tell like Reese James has been playing well like are you going to say to them like and I can't remember who the guy was actually but uh, Trippier and, and Walker Trippier. wasn't it Trippier and Walker and they're, they're, they're playing they're playing, playing well. well yeah and you're Trippier. right it should be on merit not on past form you're right but that, that's just me I mean I thought the fact that they were like that, that that's what they drew out of this game was basically bashing Southgate for being like, how could he? (laughs) But to be fair, on the other side of the coin, then you could say like, hey, maybe this was good for Alexander-Arnold, that he's basically said, all right, well, I'm going to prove you wrong. Like, And in some respects, it might have been a good kick up the arse sort of to say, right, you know, for the rest of the season, I'm going to play out of my skin. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's only good for England if he does that. Isn't it, man? One thing I would say is uh, Jota seems to have come back swinging from his injury, hasn't he? And for he Portugal has, and mate. Liverpool both. It, yeah, he really has, man. That's definitely somebody they've been missing. And like, there were, I read Carragher two or three months ago was just saying like, that front three, Firmino, Mane and Salah was getting a bit, um, you stale. know, stale. And to have Jota come in and then to lose Jota so early, like it probably didn't help them at all in the, the defence of the title. 
Uh, Salah, I just think this is crazy. For a winger, 150 Prem games, 93 goals scored. Like, uh, that's really special for me, that is. That is bloody good for a winger, I must admit. I mean, I know he can, he is more attacking than most wingers, but yeah, I must admit. um, And I don't normally praise the the Scousers too much, but yeah, fair play to him. I mean, I think the the main point of this, this game, from what I could say, was that you're right, Dan. Is that Liverpool were Liverpool played okay, but Arsenal were shocking. Yeah. From apparently, I've watched um, Arteta's post-match interview, and he basically took all the blame for this and sort of just blamed it on himself. And I'm sort of thinking, well, it's the anti-Mourinho. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not out there playing, is he? Like at the end of the day, some of the players just really looked off the pace. I mean, Gabriel from the highlights I watched, Gabriel seemed to give away two or three horrendous balls passing it out from the back. So, wouldn't be surprised if there's quite a few changes in summer there if Arteta stays. But I mean, I'm going to be really depressing now. I know. That, I know that we talk, but we talk about AFTV quite a lot. Did you see the news out of Arsenal this week? <laughs> Jim, Jimbo uh, made me aware of that one, yeah. Claude yeah. of AFTV fame has passed away. Mm, yeah. I mean, we both did sort of semi-shrug uh, our shoulders. It's not... Um, he wasn't the nicest of gentlemen, was he? Let's be honest, after some of the things he said about Som. But uh, still, right. shouldn't shouldn't talk ill of the dead, should we? So, um, But anyway, on to the next one, right? I mean, I, I feel like that's all we really need to cover on that. You were right. Arsenal, Paul, Liverpool seem to be all right, maybe on the up and up. And now this would be the perfect time for them to up and up, get to that champ, uh, get further in that Champions League. And, you know, uh, Southampton versus Burnley. I said maybe the game of the week, uh, game of the weekend, five goal thriller from St. Mary's. Um, Burnley seemed to be in control for the first sort of 30, 35 minutes. And then um, Stuart Armstrong with a lovely tidy finish from the edge of the box. Uh, ben Me shit himself when uh, Danny Ings came anywhere close to him and robbed him. Uh, very coolly finished. Uh, and then probably the best goal, maybe of the weekend from what I'd seen, was Redmond's lovely finish from uh, Walcott's, uh, Walcott's cross to, to finish it off. I thought um, it was looked a pretty good game. kind of wish I'd, I'd watched it now. I was out just getting coffee and shit, but... Are you getting fucking buzzed up on lagers in the park, mate? Not getting coffee. <laughs> no, that was Saturday, that was, mate. Oh, this, right. is, this, is some, <laughs> this is like 12 o'clock on Sunday. Like, yeah, I was getting buzzed up. I was getting buzzed up in the park on, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. That's missed most, most of Saturday's games, I'll be honest. But uh, yeah, it was a bit of a whirlwind, this, wasn't it? Mm, I didn't yeah, watch yeah. it. I was just had my eye on the WhatsApp group and it seemed to be a bit of like a seesaw of emotions. Yeah, for Connor and, and Jerry, definitely up and down, right? <laughs> Baker, any comments? Oh, it's a great, great game. This, I thought, from the highlight, from the highlights, especially. I think I do, I do enjoy, <laughs> I do enjoy you just describing Ben Mears shitting himself because I think that was such a such like a schoolboy error to make when you just we run towards the ball, not realizing that it's going like the tra- trajectory is completely off. It's a bit from weird. The, from the highlights, I was so confused as to what he was like trying to do at that point. Like, like you said, he was running towards the ball. And he almost just sort of like left it and just like it just ran through him almost. And he was like, oh, 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 there's Ings. Oh, oh, right. There we go. And I mean, Danny Ings doesn't need two, two opportunities, does he really? And a very last, no, last shout out sort of um, Woods. Do you see that on, on well, the highlights I watched? Maybe you watch different. The end, um, yeah, Forrester with an absolute point blank save, which um, 
would have made it even more interesting. But um, not sure it was save of the weekend though. Uh, I, th- I feel like maybe Larice made a better save during the Newcastle. Oh well, this is obviously we'll 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 bench that. Segwayed yeah. into this now, mate. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you boys have the floor for this one. Um, Newcastle versus Spurs didn't really help either of you, 2 2. But uh, Jimbo, you speak first, mate, and then we'll get the real depression from Mr. Baker. I feel like having done, you know, a solid probably 15 hours with Baker now, I'm quite well versed with how bad Newcastle are in terms of, <laughs> particularly in terms of attack. Um, <laughs> but again, Dr. Tottenham will see you now. <laughs> and uh, Newcastle's XG for this game was 4.3, which is the highest they've had this season by far. Um, it was cack, mate. It was really bad from us. Apart from a few spells of a few minutes here and there where we seemed to come alive, it was pretty bad. Also bearing in mind that Newcastle didn't have their two best players on the pitch either. Like, I, I can't really wrap my head around it. I will reserve myself 30 seconds to climb further into Harry Kane's arsehole, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on. Because you really just need couple, to. <laughs> just a couple of, uh, uh, you know, silver linings from this game. Uh, Harry Kane has now scored... His total of away goals in the Premier League is now 84 in his career. That's higher than anyone else for a single club ever. Um, and he also went level with Jermaine Defoe on all-time goals to 162 and did it in 258 fewer games. 258, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So, and, and, and whereabouts is Defoe on the all-time list? He must be quite up there, though, to be fair, for, uh, for Spurs. He's, he's got a lot for Spurs, didn't he? He had two different spells, am I right? He did, yeah. He scored. Did, I mean, yeah. Defoe, Defoe sort of chipped away wherever he was. Mm, true, yeah. Even he was at Rangers still a couple of seasons ago, wasn't he? And he was still chipping away then. Eighth, Jermaine Defoe. So Harry Kane's now okay. nine. Yeah, level, level on on goals basically. <sighs> um, so that's the silver lining I take from this. But overall, not happy. Not happy. Uh, Mourinho made some pretty scathing comments uh, after the game. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Um, and if anyone follows Tottenham, they've probably heard of Alistair Gold, who who writes for Football London. He's like one of the best sources for Spurs and he's kind of even now stopped kind of towing the club line. And he's even said that there were some players in the dressing room who really did not take them comments well. So all is not well at Tottenham. Continued. But yeah, on to you, Baker. I mean, just a quick another one on Harry Kane is that he's he's now exactly 100 goals behind Shearer's record, the all-time record. I mean, he's still got a few years of peak He's 27 at the moment. Or He's 27. I mean, yeah. he could he could very, very conceivably break that record. Um, if. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to get onto that, but. Mm. We'll maybe like talk about that in a sec, but go on. Anyway, from a Newcastle perspective, the point we got turned from being really, really bad to really, really good based on what happened to Fulham. But in the usual season, taking two points from Spurs over the course of the season from the two games would be good but we needed to win this game and I was I was pleasantly have, you easily could have I think you had the chances yeah I was pleasantly surprised but I think it's another it's another I don't think we can take too much from it though because Spurs were I mean you saw it Spurs were shit they were yeah. so shit yeah. and you have you just have an absolutely glorious striker to who, who will dig you out of holes whereas we have two Absolute two absolute cloggers up there who played well, to be fair. 
But I think... Are you going to class Joel Linto as playing well? Really? That's the best I've ever seen him play for Newcastle. Really? My old, my old. He was good. He was good. Dr. Tottenham antidote, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Mate, if that's the best he's played, fucking hell, that is like... I'm not one of them people who thinks he's a terrible footballer. I don't think he's a terrible footballer. I think what, what we did was bought him after he had a couple of seasons of success playing on the wide right of a front three. And Steve Bruce went, oh, you're six foot two. Up front you go. Yeah. And then we spent the next two seasons kicking balls over his head what's he meant to do like he's not a central striker but he played he played really well I mean Lloris made some made an unreal save in the first half and we only just got a point out of it but I just still I still have that feeling that we're just drawing the pain out because I don't if we play like that against if we play like that the rest of the season we might be alright but we've got a horrible fixture list coming up and I still don't I still don't see us getting out of it myself I see Brighton pulling away further, even though they lost this weekend, and Fulham, if they recover. Yeah, it's all boiling up because we're playing Fulham the last game of the season, aren't we? And then that's what that's what a lot of the commentators are saying in that game, weren't they? Like the fact that that's, that's the last game, that could be a real... Commentators are desperate for narrative, aren't they? They're like, oh yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. But I kind of wish it's over before then because I'm not sure I'll be able to take it. <laughs> mate, if we have you on the podcast the, the day or the yeah the day after that, Jesus Christ, mate, that's going to be a <laughs> it's going to be a beaut. That is, I mean, I've got one stat which really stuck out to me was the fact that Harry Kane's now scored 29 goals this season, more than the entire Newcastle squad. Which to me is, I know, I'm sorry to say that, Baker, but that is just um, it's not a surprise, is it? That's poor in it, that really. I mean, and I mean, obviously, with the missing of 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 Wilson, obviously, it's not going to help, but. I was going to say, if you take Wilson out of our out of our goals, <laughs> Kane's could probably scored twice as many as we have. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It's, I, but I was I was quite surprised. I watched the uh, most of the game up until about the eighty fifth minute, and it was yeah, it's pretty good, pretty good game. I must admit, it was um, pretty. It was more. I mean, I, I thought it had the potential to be one of the worst games of all time. If Tottenham turned up, played defensive, <laughs> we turned up, played defensive. I thought it was going to be shocking. Either I thought exactly the same. I think I have to ask you, Jim. I know you've been talking about him for a while, but this is one of the first times I've realised seeing it in the flesh. Davinson Sanchez is a bit of a clown, isn't he? Mm. What's going on with him? He has become a clown-like figure, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, he had uh, he had one, maybe two really good seasons under Pochettino when it looked like he was going to be Toby's understudy and he was getting game time and he looked really great, but... This season, yeah, not great at all, mate. Very clown-like. Uh, just always got at least two or three mistakes in him every game. Any ball over the top is going to... It sends him west, mate. He, like, loses his foot in. He loses where the player is. He, it's, it's just one of the many issues at the moment. I thought, I thought for, our, for our second goal, he got in the way of... Like, Roden would have cleared it if Sanchez hadn't just sort of blundered into him. I thought exactly yeah. the same. I think... I didn't. I don't want to pile on Jim, but yeah, he was your. No, no, worst no, play- he was your worst player by far. <laughs> he was just every time the ball went near him, I just thought, oh, he's he's got someone near him. Is he gonna make a mistake? He like he was the worst player on a pitch that had Paul Dummett on it. Oh, oh yeah, hey, the Dummett, the Dummett update. Oh, just yeah. before we go on to the Dummett update, actually, I want to say, um, Sanchez was bad. Yeah, 
uh, unfortunately, he was the victim of racist abuse again after this game oh, from it? Tottenham fans. Uh, he, the club even put out a tweet said like, it's not acceptable, stop it, basically. It's fucking awful again, again. I think mm-hmm. it just needs to be brought up and highlighted that it's happened again. Yeah. And, and um, Callum Robinson on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Really? The West yeah, we can't even bring it up every week that it probably happens just because it's happening that routinely and it's not even getting brought up in the in the press or anything, is it? It's just... Uh, it's obviously awful. Like, it's obviously awful when it happens, but it's almost a little bit worse when it's from your own fans. It's yeah. like, how could you not stand by your player? And yeah, he's a shithouse, but like, you've got to stand by him and you have to back yeah. him. At the end of the day, he's a shithouse because he's shit. He's not a good player. That's nothing to do with his skin colour. That's nothing. He's just no. not playing well, and that's it. Like you can say all you want about how shit you've played. Why do you need to say anything about his skin colour? It just doesn't make sense. They can't. They can't help your confidence either, can it? No, no, definitely. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he, he isn't going to see that and be like, oh well. This is really going to spur me on to play better for these loving fans. Yeah. No, I agree. It's embarrassing, man. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Dummy update. Mm. Oh, you well, played for a couple of weeks. Yeah. He played. He played. He was there. Our back three had, our back three was Lachelle's, Dummit, and Kraft. Kraft. <laughs> I was going to wait for you to say his name because I thought I didn't really know how to say that either. So it's, it's is Kraft. Kraft. <laughs> yeah. Kraft. Fucking kept yeah. us out, mate. <laughs> No, I mean, he, 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 I think Kraft, Kraft got an assist for your first goal, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, he, he had an, an, orthodox, uh, an orthodox way of clearing the ball. Which yeah. <laughs> directly at Harry Kane. A <laughs> um, couple of quick fire ones for Jim. I saw today, Larice is potentially going. Yay, yeah. nay. Would you be happy? Would you be sad? Uh, Been a good rid. servant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get rid. He's coming that. towards the end of his time. Don't mm-hmm. want to, you don't want an Ericsson situation where you get like, yeah. Nothing for him. Cash in a bit, send him back to France. Yeah. Uh, probably to hook up maybe with Poch at PSG again. Maybe. Um, yeah. And then I don't know, like take a punt on someone like Pope or I don't know. But we've definitely been looking at keepers from from what yeah. I've heard. So I wouldn't surprise me if you went this summer. Uh next one, mate. Big talking point today, which I saw. Uh Harry Kane, 200 million, I saw someone quoting. I heard 150, but yeah. Uh if 150 or 200, would you be happy just to say, here's what it is, and you can get three, two or three new players? Or that isn't always the case because you lost bail for X amount of money. I can't remember how much it was back then. And people were saying that you'd be able to get two or three decent players in. And what, seven, mate? seven players with the bail money and but the only then, two that came good were Lamella and Ericsson yeah I know that's what I mean so it's like it's not always a good situation to be to be selling but at the same time like is Kane going to want to stay he said openly hasn't he that he's going to decide his future after the Euros I mean to be honest I'm going to like si- kind of sidestep that question a little bit and say if I'm going to sell any of the big players it's going to be Son really Son I'd over Kane well, I think Kane embodies the team. He came up through the academy. He loves the club. He's from the local area. He'll want to stay and smash records under the right manager. Son, I think, love the guy. One of my favourite player, football players, not just Tottenham, like, generally. But if you get 70 mil for him, we've got plenty of players that can play left wing, right wing. Send him off. Get him off. Buy a Munich sniffing around him, apparently. They'll have the cash. Yeah. But also, I would just say that Son's never made them kind of comments in terms of, oh, I'll decide at the end of the season where I'm going to be. No, but he's that, always that's, kept- because, that's because Kane, it's, it's the media, isn't it? The media loves spinning up the story. Same as Mourinho. Son's not that guy. 
So if you get yeah, but he it, could, just, he just could, go. He could very easily be that guy and just say like, oh yeah, well, I'll see how it goes. Yeah, see how what happens in summer if people asked him, you know, like, would you Maybe. be interested in move away? I don't know. I'm just I playing just devil's advocate, think, really. I think it's the British media, man. It's because Harry Kane's the, the darling of England, isn't he? And, yeah. and he's the this big name and captain of England and this record-breaking striker. I think it just makes a better news story if they can hype up that, oh, he might be going to Real Madrid or whatever, you know? Yeah. Baker? Um, I've been just talking about the players that you bought with the bail money. Yeah. One of them will be playing United this week because uh, Granada have got United in Europa League. So Roberto Soldado coming back for revenge. <laughs> oh, of course. Roberto Soldado. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Bobby Salt. Uh, nice. Nice. Um, on to the next one. Uh, quick, quick one, I think, this. Or Bakey, you might want to have a few mentions, mate. But uh, Villa versus Fulham. 3-1 Villa and a good good result for you Baker wasn't it I mean yeah. Mitrovic well Mings and Mitrovic did nearly absolutely shoot you in the dick by you know by giving that that was an awful bit of defending by Mings but then he did he did manage to bring it back got the assist for Trezeguet's first goal very nicely slotted away so what do you think I was, Baker? I was listening to a um, to another podcast before I came on here Oh, cheating on us! And one of uh, one of the guys said they have they, they basically just had like a premonition of Mings doing exactly that for England in the summer against Scotland, and yeah. I've got, I can just I can see it as well. I can see it happening. Um, I just hope he doesn't take him. Jesus Christ, he's got so many of them in him. And I know Stones has done that, but he seems to have cut it out of his game a little bit more than Mings. I've seen uh, that two or three times this season by Mings. He's a sh- he's a massive shit house as well. Um, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I, th- I think. I don't Fulham just lost their heads for five minutes and then the game just disappeared from out, out from under them. Um Dean I think Smith it was a bit of a one I think sorry, sorry to interrupt. I think it was a bit of a one two punch knockout, wasn't it? Like I think yeah. they seemed so on top of it and then suddenly Villa one goal, second goal, and they were just out of it and then they lost their heads. They completely lost their heads. And I mean Dean Smith made a couple of substitutions that were good, brought on Trezeguet and uh, Keenan Davis. Um and they just they just they took they, over, didn't they? They took over and they, they took every chance they had. But Fulham just looked, as Jim says, they looked they looked punch drunk from that first goal and just never never picked themselves up again. And like you've got to hope, from my perspective, that this really really damages them psychologically because 78 minutes gone of this game, they were out of the bottom three. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, now, and now they're now we're we're basically back where we started again. But I think just on Mitrovic quickly, uh, the fact that he doesn't play that often for Fulham, he hasn't scored in twenty two games. Over the uh, international break, he is now Serbia's all time top goal scorer at the age of twenty six. He scored forty one goals in sixty four games. Is he only twenty six? Twenty six, and so Jeez. I always th- he's a player. I think that he needs the right environment. But I think if he and if if Fulham go down, I reckon he could get. He could get to a decent club. He is a good player. He's a, again, he's a shit house, but he's a good shit house. No, I agree, man. I didn't know he was that young. Like I thought, I feel it feels like he's been around forever. Like, but I do agree. I think I think he is one of them kind of players that Fulham would end up probably losing, wouldn't they, if he did go down? But um, and also, big shout out to uh, Triori for that. You see that little bit of skill with and the cross for for Watkins. And you know what, Baker? I think after you mentioned it last week, yeah, I think Watkins does bring something different to that England squad. I think he probably would be a, a different sort of addition than maybe a Calvin Lewin, who yeah is quite similar to Kane. 
I think um, I think I think he he has it in him to Calvert-Lewin is the sort of player you bring on if you want to sort of like start humping it long and you know get the get flick-ons and that do do the England way but Watkins has got but Watkins is a bit more of a smooth operator I think he bring he can bring he can bring something new that I just don't I don't think that Calvert-Lewin can but then again Ings is playing really well as well and he's just he's similar ish I know yeah I don't know it's going to be we cut we kind of box that off last week but now I've watched more Premier League games I'm kind of altering my England squad in my head <laughs> I missed the international break man I wish it was back <laughs> <laughs> that's a depression from being a Spurs fan man um, on to the last game of the official weekend and um, Man United versus Brighton Man United won it 2-1 and I wasn't really that impressed in fact I was kind of just mostly pissed off most of the game because <laughs> they, mate, they were shit. They were actually like the first 10 minutes, we had 73% of the possession. And I don't think we made um, Sanchez, their goalkeeper, do like make one save. Like they were pinging balls in, but they had three center backs. Like everything was going through the center. And I was just thinking, this just shows ineptitude by Ollie and, and naivety I feel like in in tactical decisions because I just thought if you've got three centre-backs three big lads like try the wings play more through through Shaw and Wan-Bissaka but I don't know Wan-Bissaka doesn't matter mate great. none of this matters man you slime the win in the end like you always do yeah I know but I've put here like this is not this is not conducive to moving forward though is it to winning a title this isn't uh, there's a load of fans who are under the impression that if we keep going like this we're going to win the Premier League or we're going to do and I, I honestly can't see it like consistency wise you can't just keep relying on Bruno Rashford Pogba someone to pull you out of the shit and I know this, there's holes in the squad. I said this to Speed, like, he said, oh, but there's holes in the squad, didn't there? I said, yeah, but against Brighton, like, you shouldn't be struggling as much as they did against the Brighton. And I know Brighton are good. They play good football. Yeah, but they've had a bad season and like, they're not, they've not been getting wins, have they? Yeah, Brighton, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, exactly. blowing them away, yeah. Exactly, man, exactly. Like, I just think, for me, overall, it just, yeah, it wasn't good enough and it just kind of shows poorness of, of how it's going to go forward and how they think this is going to work I just think mm. we're in a dream man but Baker's looking at me thinking you're deluded you are like uh, how is it you sound more depressed than me nah, <laughs> nah <yeah. laughs> um, the, like I think this game is just United were like they were out out thought I thought by Brighton they were out outplayed for large periods of the game but end of the day yeah. United have better players so that's why you won because you have better yeah. players yeah, I agree. I agree. But I do, I can genuinely see it that we get to, we might get past Granada on Thursday I mean, you, and the week. really should. But I guarantee we get to the semi-finals, we play a, a decent team and Bruno or Pogba or someone doesn't pull us out and, and it's, you know, it's another semi-final. And, and I know I'm complaining a lot because, you know, we've got to semi-finals and stuff, but it's, yeah, for me, it was just... It just shows the the poorness of Ollie, I must admit. But there's um yeah. the first half of this game, especially, reminded me just how 
lovely a footballer Lalana is when he's on form. Yeah. He, was, he was so good in that first half. He looked really like he had, he looked like he had so much time on the ball. And like Fred, I always think Fred look Fred's like a he looks like he's putting more work in to do quite easy things because he looks like he's so like frenetic and he's sprinting around. He's fucking his arms going mental. Whereas Lalana was just like. So it's just smooth and great. So it's really good. But yeah, Fred's the definition of a panicky footballer. Yeah, he, <laughs> he really is, man. But um, I think the story of story of Brighton season, isn't it? Yeah, play yeah. really well, lose. Um, King Welbeck came back to haunt us, didn't he? I mean, <laughs> you always but, knew it was going to happen. But shout out to Henderson for making that save to start with. I thought like reaction save to make that. I did think was very nice, but. Yeah, it was. It is what it is. And um, so, what was the save of the weekend? Then, what were we saying? I, th- I, I think, think I, no, I, I think Larice's. Yeah, Lurie, without yeah. a doubt, Larice's was. Although we nearly fucking sat on it and he did, did it. It. <laughs> I was like, that'd be peak Tottenham <laughs> save of the weekend, and then squeeze it in with your arm. <laughs> um, I mean, just to throw a little fact in there: 112 years and counting still. And Brighton still haven't won at Old Trafford. So, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty damning stat, isn't it? Um, another one which I wasn't impressed with, but you're right. We got a win and hopefully you secure second place with that and carry on. And, and Daniel, all of most of your rivals didn't win. Very true. Very true. That's what a lot of commentators are saying, aren't they? So, good weekend for you two. How's it feel? <laughs> It's been a couple of weekends since it's been like that for you, Jimbo, isn't it? It's a couple of months. What sport in Newcastle just like playing Russian roulette and you're just getting closer to the bullet every week? <laughs> I'm playing, it's playing Russian roulette, but every chamber's got a bullet in it. <laughs> playing Russian roulette with a Kalashnikov. <laughs> um, a baker. Have you got any? Have you got any uh, eyes on Europe this week? I mean, do you know what? I mean, roll the jingle, obviously. Baker's eyes on Europe. Starting in, if you start in La Liga, the title race is taking a twist because Atletico were about ten points clear a couple of months ago. It's down to four. They lost this weekend to Sevilla. They are bottling it so hard. Uh, and Madrid are picking up points. Barcelona are picking up points. Yep. Uh, PSG lost in France which is always cause of celebration because they are the devil's football club uh, they lost to Marseille and Neymar got sent off for shoving someone and then tried to attack the guy he shoved in the tunnel because he got sent off as well for descent so Neymar is just an absolute brat isn't he come on I mean did, you, did anyone really think to see his his career going this way it's such a shame anyway uh, in Germany Frankfurt beat Dortmund Dortmund are now cut adrift from the Champions League places for next year which makes it way more likely that Haaland's going to leave but some respect for Frankfurt because they are now fourth and they are now clear in fourth fair play to them they've got Andre Silva up front who's banging them in and he had a bit of a he, he was really good at Porto a couple of years back got a big move to AC Milan didn't work out for him and he's rebuilding his career is that where he went? bloody hell I, was th- I thought he was still at Milan yeah don't need any side talk join the eyes Daniel sorry mate sorry <laughs> <laughs> But to be fair, the top four in Germany is shaping up quite interestingly. It's, I mean, Bayern Munich obviously won again because you don't really need to ask me that. But it's Bayern, Leipzig, Wolfsburg and Frankfurt now in the top four. Mönchengladbach, Dortmund, Leverkusen, they're all flailing about having a horrible time, which basically means that Bayern are going to win the league there for every year for the next 30,000 years. Uh, and Italy, uh, Juventus drew again. Pirlo's not having a good first, first season. 
and Inter Milan are edging ever closer. They won 1-0 this weekend with a goal from Lukaku, who is absolutely smashing it, as I think everyone knew he would. And yeah, that's Eyes on Europe. It's quite interesting, but there's one, one incident I want to bring up in Spain that was quite... Um, it's been reported on quite heavily is that uh, Valencia against Cadiz or Cadiz against Valencia. Uh, Valencia's centre-back Mukhtar Diakabi was racially abused by a uh, Cadiz player who I think is Juan Cala and Valencia walked off the pitch but then were threatened that they would lose the points if they didn't come back. So had to come back and they ended up losing. They're losing the game. But I think it's good that it's good that they felt strong enough to walk off the pitch, I've got to say. However, what will become of that I don't know uh, ho- hopefully hopefully, Spain will use it the league will use it as a jumping board to, to properly punish the guy if he is in fact guilty obviously they need to find that he is guilty first but I've got to say from the footage he looked guilty because every time the camera was on him he'd look he looked like he just shat himself <laughs> like every time the camera was on him he was literally sort of like sweating like oh god oh god why did I do that why did I do that good Good. I had see, I had seen that in uh, in Spain, but I didn't realise they they'd been threatened to lose the points if he didn't come back. That's a bit. Um... Well, they yeah they said to them if you don't complete the game you'll get. Um, I think that would be the outcome. So they felt like they they had to come back. You know what I mean? A bit naughty, but and I don't know. I mean, what I don't know. What, it's good. It's good. It's good. They felt like they felt the team sort of the, the solidarity behind the team was good. I think. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, a little cameo by um, do you remember Gabriel Paulista used to play for Arsenal, who looked like um, who had like resting like angry face. It's a bald dude, is he? Nah, he was the he uh, was the Gabriel before Gabriel, the other Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he looked terrifying, and he was there getting like the proper hold me back treatment from a uh, from his teammates. Oh, yeah, quite fun to see. <laughs> so, what about these games tonight? What are we saying? West Ham are going to beat Wolves without a shadow, I think. And I've said that now so confidently and Wolves will end up beating them like 3-0 or something. And, um, well, a little bit little bit of salt in the wound there for the Tottenham fans is that if West Ham win this, they go up into fourth, which is where I, we should have been yesterday. I know. I know. Um, the game, I know the uh, Everton Palace game kicks off in five minutes. Um, I think that'll be quite an even one, even the... I don't know. I think I think maybe Everton will edge it eventually, but it's always Palace always seem to love a defensive display, don't they? And uh, mm. and nick in a win against a half decent team. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think um, I think that's about it, isn't it, lads? For this week, it's nice. Uh, another week and another week, another another episode. Lovely um, jubbly. You've been listening to The Away End. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Away End Pod. And if you've enjoyed the episode, drop us a few quid and check the link in the episode description. Just tell your mates about this pod because that's the only way we're actually going to get anywhere with this. So please, please do, guys. Thanks very much. Have a good one.